challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. Hey, I want to start this episode by telling you that I'm proud of you. You're listening to this podcast, you're reading good books, you're probably getting together with other men. You want to be a good man in this generation. You want to recover some of what's been lost. You want to maybe compensate for what's lacking in your family line and and your heritage. You want to make a difference in people's lives. You want to be the man you're called to be. I know it's not easy in this generation. I know there's a lot of rage against you. I just want you to know I'm proud of you. Uh, in a broad sense, I pray for you often. And, uh, and I, just, I just want you to know that I'm glad you're here. Listen, we need to be making a difference among men in our generation. We can turn the downward slide of manhood in our time. I want you to use two methods, one of which doesn't even cost you a dime to support what we do. If you'll sign up for smile.amazon.com, smile.amazon.com, just go on that. It's just an alternate version of Amazon. And when you get there, you'll find out that you can choose a chair. You can choose a 501c3 organization. Well, Great Men Global is that organization you want to choose. And once you choose that on smile.amazon.com, every time you make a purchase, we get a percentage without it costing you a dime. You still get your discounts. You still get your special deals. You still get all the stuff you would normally get through Amazon. But Amazon will send us a small percentage of each of your purchases. The average American spends about $1,200 to $1,500 a year on Amazon. And some of you who are in business and corporate work, you spend hundreds of thousands. Well, think what that could do, and it won't cost you a dime. Now, at the same time, I'm not going to hide from the fact I'm asking some of you to help us in more direct ways. You can go on greatman.tv in the upper right-hand corner. You'll see a donate button. Listen, help us. Help us. We are coming out of COVID. The planes are flying. We are poised. We got a 501c3. People are starting to give. We're going to hold a big international conference for men's leaders. We're going to get material around the world. We're going to impact men. Uh, We're going to do things internationally. Uh, We've got some great plans, and we'll talk to you about them more as we uh, continue to go forward. But we need a war chest to do it. So give through the Amazon approach, which doesn't cost you a dime. Or just give directly. It'll help us. Let me say before I dive into our topic for this episode that there's a lot of construction in Nashville, Tennessee. We joke about living on planet construction. So you'll hear some pounding in the background. Doesn't bother us. I hope it doesn't bother you. I want to talk to you about one of the aspects of great manhood that I've never spoken about before here because I did not want to be misunderstood. Sometimes those of us who do podcasts, those of us who teach, we just are concerned that people will misunderstand our motives for emphasizing a certain topic. I, I do a, a weekly news blast, an email blast for leaders, for example, and because I do coaching uh, of speakers, I didn't speak about speaking in that in that email blast. And of course, people weren't served well because I backed away from that topic. I just didn't want to be seen or be thought to be advertising for my organization. I wanted to help people. Well, I'm going to talk about something today, and it's one of the great facets of manhood, but I please understand it's not that I'm trying to get you to turn uh, on or to, to help our organization beyond what you already feel like you're supposed to do. One of the traits of great and noble manhood is a thing I will call radical generosity. 
Listen to me now. Great men give. I want you to think about the men you've known in your life. I want to think, think, you about, think about the men who have uh, impacted your life. The coach, the uncle, the guy, and the older man in the neighborhood, the older brother in college, whatever. Um, I imagine that when you think about their lives, you will find, you will remember that they were generous. Now, that doesn't mean they were opening their, their wallet every five minutes and giving you money, although they may have. But the men who impacted me were generous. They were willing to buy the meals. They gave me little things that symbolized their belief in me. They took me on trips. They met me. They, they helped me. They, I mean, I, did, I didn't come from a poor background. My father was a colonel in the army. We were fine. But these men were generous in the sense that they pulled me into relationship with them and shared their treasure with me. They gave me little gifts. They gave me things that helped me. Uh, they gave me things that might remind me of their belief in me. They bought me meals. I'm just talking about in the normal process of our life together. And of course, if, if I had been more destitute, if I'd come from a poorer background, if I'd needed clothes or some tuition paid or, or, or my family needed help, I think they would have provided that as well. Because great men give. Great men are generous. Now, let me zoom out from the whole issue of noble manhood for just a moment, and let's just talk about this principle in the universe. You know I'm a Christian, and of course, I believe the biblical truth that the generous man prospers. This is what it says on almost every page of Scripture. Uh, you give, you receive. You plant, you, har- you harvest, you reap. Um, the generous man prospers. That's an actual Scripture, of course. And so, from from Second Corinthians chapter nine to I mean all through the scriptures, I can take you through and show you that we are urged to give because we care about people, but we are also told that when we give, we open up channels of receiving in return. It's not a prosperity gospel. It's not some wacko way to get you know a Maserati parked in your driveway. I'm not trying. To, I'm not engaged in some kind of weird prosperity cult. I'm talking about a principle of life. What goes around comes around. The kinds of things you give, you receive. The generous man prospers. Some of the great stories in history are people who tried to give and give and give and give, and in some cases they might have said they were trying to outgive God. Um, the Carnegies, Morgans, other of the famous people in American history known for their generosity gave and gave and, and just got kept on getting more and kept on giving more and kept on building libraries and what have you. One of the most famous ones, Carnegie, uh, as an old man, uh, line, put a line of dimes on the streets of New York. I mean, for a mile almost um, and so that the kids could run out there and grab those dimes. It's stunning stories of generosity, but the core principle is true, and that is the generous man prospers. So I don't want to so much focus on the issue of what you receive in return, even though I 100% believe in it. I believe in it because I'm a Christian and I believe scripture. I believe in it because history teaches me this. I believe in it because I've experienced myself, the whole principle of that truth. However, what I want to focus on is the idea that a great man is a generous man. A great man is a big-hearted man. A great man gives. Now, I, I can certainly talk about you giving money. 
Um, and if you're a Christian, you ought to tithe, you ought to give. All of us ought to be given to good social causes, things we believe in, things that do noble good in the world, uh, programs that put food in the mouth of children and shoes on their feet and clothes on their back, adopting children from around the world, sponsoring them through various programs. Absolutely. All of us ought to be given uh, to toys for tots at Christmas, all of that kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about. But a great man makes generosity part of the legacy he is leaving. A great man uh, gives as part of who he is. And I'll tell you what, my life has been changed by that. I mean, just simple little gifts. I had a man once give me a knife. It was a knife that he'd received from his father. This man didn't have a son. He loved me. He liked me. He believed in me. He wanted that to symbolize um, that knife to symbolize his belief in me. So he gave me a little pocket knife. I mean, it wasn't any big deal. In fact, I don't think I ever used it for anything, but it sat there in a drawer. It sat there on my desk as I got older. It sat there in my life, my soul, my consciousness, and it radiated his belief in me. Gener- an act of generosity changed my life. Um, I believe in that. I believe you ought to be as generous as you can be. And the more generous you are, the more you have opportunity, uh, the more you have with which to be generous. So I want you to start thinking about your life. Uh, some of us have absorbed from our ancestors a kind of parsimoniousness, a kind of stinginess, a kind of uh, resentment about giving. We have a lot of people trying to get our money today, you know, television programs and, and advertisements and radio things and email blasts. But I want you to think about generosity as part of your life, part of the way a man is. You pass things on to your children. You give things away. Quite frankly, in America, most of us have too much crap stacked up in our garage anyway. And so, yeah, there's there's that kind of giving. Just give things away. Find people who need things. Give things. Buy people things, uh, especially within our manly cultures, within your band of brothers, within the young men that you have impact upon. What can you give? Um I believe in strategies of giving. I I take days and look at my life and look at what I have and look at what I don't use anymore. Bev and I call clothes on the same day every year. It's comical. Standing around in our underwear, culling our clothes, deciding what we have. If you haven't worn anything in two years, you ought to give it away. Um, I look at, I, I love to give books. My life has been changed by the gift of books time and again. A simple book Maybe I've got a duplicate or maybe I just I love the book, but it's time to invest it in somebody else's life. And there's a young 16 year old that maybe I want to, you know, I just realize he's hungry. He wants to be he wants to have he just he's just primed to have something in his physical object in his life uh, that radiates my belief in him and, 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 and my kindness to him. And yet and then also there's the content of the book that can change him. And I've got a couple thousand books in my home. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm progressively giving them away. Part of it is I'm moving more and more to digital. I travel a lot and I just, I can have a whole library on my iPad, but part of it is that I, I, I want to leave a legacy. I, I, why, why shouldn't there be a thousand young men that I've given a book to and they keep it the rest of their life. And they remember that Stephen Mansfield handed them that book and said, look, read it. But even if you don't read it, Sit it on, set it on your desk and have it radiate the fact that I believe in you and that I think you're called to something special and, and, and that, I, that, it, that as long as I'm on this earth, I'll from time to time think of you and pray for you and that kind of thing. Imagine what that means. Imagine what that means. That didn't start happening until I was in college, but I got to tell you, if that had happened earlier in my life, uh, man, it would, have been, it would have been something else. So I, I, want you to start, so I want you to start building into your concept of great manhood 
the idea of consistent generosity. Yes, of course, with your own wife or spouse, your own kids, nephews, nieces, kids in the neighborhood, of course, kids in your church, your synagogue, your mosque, of course, the kids that you have a chance to impact. But but even beyond that, what, what's the generosity that you can you can best execute from your life? Maybe you make things. Maybe you have things. Maybe you have the classic yuppie garage just jammed up with stuff you don't need anymore. It's not just giving away an object. It's not just trying to clear out space. It's giving an object that has a symbolic attachment to it. I might give a watch. I might give a knife. I might give a desk uh, object because I have I, desks are important in my life since I write and record podcasts like this. I'm sitting at a desk right now. So what's on my desk is important to give something that's from my desk. Um, clothes, I give less because, you know, I'm gigantic and most people aren't uh, as big as I am. So my clothes don't fit anybody. But give a book, give an object. I've given guitars. Um the point's not to brag. The point is to say it doesn't. It doesn't matter really if you're given a refrigerator or you're given a desk, a, a chair for a, a dining room set, or whatever, a painting. What's important is that you attach to it when you give it in the hearing of the receiver, meaning. Look, I'm going to give you this painting. This is a little painting I've had in my family for years. It's just a painting of a cow. I'm making this up now, of course. It's just a painting of something that's not that important. But as you look at that painting, I want you to remember that I'm giving it to you right now and that I believe in you and that I think you're, I think you're special. And I want you to be a great man. I want you to stand against the tides of your age. And, and, and I, want you to, I want you to strain to be the man you're made to be. I believe in you. I love you. And I just want you to keep this somewhere. Even if you keep it in a closet somewhere because you're ashamed of it, just remember that I gave it to you and that I believe in you. Man, do you know what that would do for a young man, a young woman, um, a guy in your band of brothers? I mean, unbelievable. So I want you to have your stuff. I want you to have the stuff you treasure and you don't give away. But radical generosity is a key. Build generosity into your life. Build giving into your life. I know some people who are unbelievably wealthy. And when I ask them, because I have a relationship with them, when I ask them, how'd you get so wealthy? Seriously, you know, I'll even joke with them. I know you, you're not that smart. How'd you get so wealthy? I'm talking about billions and billions. They'd say, I'm going to tell you what we gave our way to wealth. We gave our way to wealth. We decided early in our lives to be radically generous and we decided to meet needs we decided to help people. We decided we wouldn't live up. We wouldn't live out the fullness of our wealth. We wouldn't use all of our wealth on us. So we decided to give a large margin, first at 10 percent, then 20 and then 30 and then 40. And when we started making millions, we'd give half of our income away. And some years we would give 90 percent of our income away because we started making billions. We could live easily on the rest. But they, they've looked me in the eye and said, Stephen, we gave our way to wealth. Now, you don't want to do it for that reason. I'm not using this as a get-rich-quick scheme. What I am saying is that in terms of leaving a legacy, in terms of imprinting people's lives, in terms of um, changing a, a life with your love and your belief in them, in terms of giving somebody something that sits on their wall or sits on their desk and radiates your belief in them, and maybe the higher meaning of a book or a quote on a plaque or something. You can change lives. You can set destinies. You can elevate people's souls. You can inspire. Great things can happen. I, I attended a graduation here not too long ago of a young man I've been pouring into for years. Graduated from one of the military academies. I got to tell you, 
it, it was moving because I know where he was heading earlier in his life. And I'm not saying I'm the only one who did it, but I started giving him some things and calling him and just encouraging him a little bit. I'd give him a pen. I'd give him a leather. If somebody gave me an extra leather uh, folder or something at an event, I'd say, here, I've got a number of these. Why don't you use this? And he would just be blown away because, you know, it was maybe an expensive leather folder, but I didn't need it. And by just giving it to him, telling him I believed in him, telling him I wanted to have good stuff, telling him I wanted to have quality physical things that spoke of the qualities in his life, you know, just I'm not talking about some big ceremony. I was able to pour into his life and to watch him graduate from one of our military academies. I'm telling you, I know that wasn't in him originally and I didn't put it there, but my gifts to him and my belief in him helped call it out while a whole bunch of other people poured into his life as well. That's what we want, right? Don't we want to elevate the next generation? Well, radical generosity will do it. And yes, I'm not going to hide from the fact that generosity leads to prosperity. There's just no question. Every religion teaches it. History of the world teaches it. And you ought to be practicing it. Great men give. Let me say it again. Great men give. So build radical generosity into your life because this is one of the great arts of noble manhood. To join the Great Man Movement or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's three essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, Building Your Band of Brothers, and Men on Fire as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.